When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm feeling it. Feel the passion, it's out of my way. Feeling it. Feel the legs pushing up on the stage. I'm stand. feeling it. Feel the heart that you get from the line. If you feel the rage of hell in the sky. All right, welcome to another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. It's our New Year's edition. New Year, New You. New Year, New You. I'm your host, Joel Pavone. We got Sean Ducha. We also got special guests. And also our resident Suns fan, Tim Tulis. <laughs> oh, it must be Suns week. It must be Suns week. He's here. Yeah. He's here joining us. I mean, it is a big matchup, right, today? Matinee, <laughs> right before, you know... New Year's uh, celebrations and whatnot. We have to get an outside uh, perspective here. So welcome, Tim. Welcome to Causeway Street once again. Hey, very much, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Match up between the, uh, you know, the the reigning final finalist and the number, what, 12 seed in the East? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Don't get, don't get, don't get ahead of me. We won't get ahead of me. All right. Tim will have plenty of, plenty of uh, you know, uh, to say about, about both. You know his sons and uh, and about um, the the train wreck that is the Celtics right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still got a chance. You know, Celtics currently on a, a three game losing streak. Christmas Day loss against the Bucks blew a nineteen point lead in that one. That's always good, right? To make matters worse, going to Minnesota lose against the G League Timberwolves, another double digit lead blown in the fourth quarter. Beautiful. And then they decided to um, <laughs> put up a historically horrid. Display from the three-point line, going four for forty-two against the Kawhi and Paul George-less Clippers here at home to only put up eighty-two points. By the way, so three straight losses. It seems like every loss gets worse and worse, and there are three games on the five hundred now. That's the worst that it's been since the beginning of the season. Yep, and they're they're going in the opposite direction, guys. What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, Sean, you- Sean, I'm gonna start with you. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me just let me just make sure I'm not losing my freaking mind. But didn't you feel good about this team going into that Christmas Day game? Like our last yep. episode, we were like, "Yo, like f- for whatever reason, 
uh, no matter how how shitty they look, they always look good against the Bucks, right? Yeah, and they they had that game. Oh, 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 and real, oh, and real quick before I forget. Oh, real quick before I forget. There's actively right now as we're recording five Celtics players in the NBA health yeah, yeah. and safety protocol, right? Including Jason Tatum. He was there for the Christmas Day game, though. But I digress. But maybe he had COVID. For all we know, right? <laughs> maybe it hit in the fourth quarter. Maybe that's why he sucked in the fourth quarter. You know? Yo, yo, I, I, I'm still on this. I'm still on this train. I'm probably the, the you know, the conductor and the and the, uh, and the and the and the and the guy driving the train that thinks that you know when LeBron was told by the league, now nah, you're good, bro. We thought you had COVID, but you know you can you can play anyways. And every team that played at the Lakers from that point forward. Has, has I think it has caused this this whole outbreak, but that's just me, you know. Allegedly. He's like Rudy Gobert this year, for real. But but yeah. LeBron, it's all it's all good. Uh, you know half what? His, half, half his team. I didn't even know that happened. I didn't even know that happened. So see, see it was it was the beginning of the no, beginning he, had of the month. A, he had he was he was technically on protocols. He entered and protocol like, and then oh, like just like yo, do you not remember last year in the playoffs in Game One? They oh, uh, oh yeah, remind us. Yeah, the the yeah. Lakers. He was at some party with like Drake and shit. Right. He broke like two or three days before the first game of the playoffs. That's yeah. right. That's right. And, That's right. Oh, and the league, the league put out something like the day before and was like, oh, he's broken protocol and all this stuff. And then nothing happened. They just let him play. Yep. So. Yeah. But like, but this time around, he was in protocol. He puts up a tweet like, oh, something smells fishy here. And then the NBA puts out a statement like, no, tests were like inconclusive. He he uh, passed two tests and failed one, so I was like, "All right, so what is what is this best out of three? That's what we're doing now. Like, if you put up, you know, if you, if you pass two tests and you fail one, it's okay. You can still keep playing. Like, I don't know, whatever." Well, I feel like this is a definite side note, but if players are vaccinated and boosted, they shouldn't be getting fucking tested right now. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? But that's sure. a whole another thing. First off, first off, I want to. I'm I'm. I'm about here with the Celtics team. I'm 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 at the point of apathy with the Celtics team. Whoa. Which is what meaning meaning I'm just like don't do anything. Don't try to fix it. Just don't. Just let it fucking go and see cuz you know, you just you just look at it and you just see like <laughs> don't do anything. Just just pop up. <laughs> just 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 Hope for magic. Like, don't, don't don't try to trade anybody. Don't try to do anything. Don't blow it up. Don't change the coach. Don't change Jalen Brown. Don't trade Mark. You know what? Just let it ride. Just what do you think it. And what do you then think maybe if they just let it ride, maybe just maybe this team will play up to its potential at some point. Like you know, maybe, what? you know what? Dude? <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you Just on that. Just let it go. Like, all these crazy, like, and you know me. I got my finger on the button at all times. I have closed the cap <laughs> to that button and just pushed away, lit up a joint, and just watched the game. That's Yo, what I'm at is, right now. This is like the second straight episode where he's like, where where an opportunity to trade Jalen Brown was right there for him to just knock it out of the park. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to let it be a ball. You know, it's whatever. I'm going to walk. Because you know why? You know why deep down what I think? Like, there's no quick fix to this season other than what what you have on the team already. Like, I don't think there's a quick fix in the trade. Like, unless unless you trade Jalen Brown for Bradley Beal, but 
at the end of the day, and then you're back to the you know the two all stars. I mean, and, and when, no. when, they, when at the end of know, the yeah, at the end of the day, like the, just, the, big, yeah, but, the big complaint is that you have guy. to give up more. You think Washington would just do straight up Jalen Brown? It's a, it's a hypothetical, and yeah, they probably would if they realize like he's not going to resign there. They'll probably I mean, take yeah. the best. I, I but like every day, there's hypotheticals. Every day, just just go on Celtics Twitter, and there's hypotheticals every day. Trade machine talk yeah. every fucking day. Tim, you outside saying, like, perspective, you know, I know you like, saw the Christmas Day game. What it, what it, what are your thoughts on 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 the on the current state of Celtics right now? I'm thinking about what Dutra just said, like. You, how much have we really seen the full Celtics team together? Not much, you know. And it's like when, like that Bucks game, for example, they had that game the entire time. They oh. pretty much had the whole the whole team, oh, right? Like goddamn game. No, no, they, they were out. Um, so I'm like, saying, like, like guys he, out missing that game, but regardless. I, I, but I see what he's saying. I see what Dutra's saying. Where it's like once everybody, like all this COVID shit goes away, or not goes away, but like they're done with dealing with it. I mean, they could be legit. Well, I we really haven't seen it yet, though. Like, we just haven't seen the full team. But, like, but like, as is, as is, like, you think this team? I don't think they can win a title. No, no, we're not, we're not talking about titles. No, no, we're not. Oh, we're not all right. We're, not, we're, we're talking about like is. Hey, well, is way, way. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Look at here, Mister. You know, I just saw my team in the finals. Relax, uh, relax. <laughs> relax on that, okay, all right. We, you know, Celtics fans <laughs> haven't seen the Celtics in the finals in over a decade. All right, relax, relax. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is there enough talent on this team? When you see the names, when you see when you know, you know, pick and choose where who where you want to plug these players right. in because sometimes they're in, sometimes give me a circumstance. Like, what, what would be successful? No, successful is is is, is making it to the playoffs. I mean, well, last you know year, what? I mean, last and, year and, they, they got knocked out in the first round in five years. Yeah, so when a when a first so, that, I definitely, I think this team, if they stayed healthy, could win. Could get to the second round. But this this is what I this is what I think and the reason why I'm I don't know if they could get past that though. The reason why I'm a little bit like just let it ride out is because of two reasons. The first reason is I don't think there's enough on the trade market this year to make this team a contender where like on paper you're looking at them and you're like they're 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 a contender for the finals. I don't think they can do yeah. that trade deadline, right? I just don't think it's possible. Now, in the offseason, that's a different story. If you let things go off the books, you trade certain pieces, you go ahead. Uh, next year is whatever. But this year, like, you just have to sort of get it. Like, no offense, Tim, but, like, you got to hope things to break for the Suns like they did last year and hope for... I know. Hope, hope, hope for the... <laughs> no, but I'm saying, I'm just saying for the Celtics' sake, like, you just ride it out, you hope for health. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, but no. that everything works out in the in the Eastern Conference, and maybe something happens to the Nets, maybe something happens to the, you know, to you know the other teams, and then if you got to go up against the Bulls and the Heat and the um and the um, fucking Cavs, we're all we know uh, for whatever. But I'm saying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, but at the same time, like, get into the playoffs, don't lose in the first round, and. And I think I'll be sitting here being like, okay, now some of the contracts are getting towards the end. You can flip them. You can do a lot of things in the offseason. That's where you make the team a championship contender. And secondly, the reason why I'm like this is like if you're really behind email Doka, which <laughs> am I saying the name right? Yeah, you did. You did. Email Doka. Email Doka. You did. You did. You did. Which you did. I'm. 
and I would fire him and put Brad Stevens back in the in the thing yeah. like today. But if you're really gonna stand behind, why? This, why? If you're really gonna stand behind this guy, then you have to let him ride it out. You have to let him ride out with the team he started with, and you have to just let him let him ride it out. That's that's well. I mean, he may the last few games is more on the uh, on the positive, the optimistic side of things. If y'all if y'all kind of can you know catch my drift against the the Clippers, he was happy with the he was happy with the fact that the Celtics you know were able to uh, you know come up with the. <laughs> These forty-two three-pointers, in, in terms of like finding finding the open man, that they just didn't hit him. Did <laughs> you, you say that? I Tim Collins. Me and Tim were talking today. Yo, th- there's legitimately a chance that between the Causeway Street podcast, Tim Tunis and Zach Pelican facing the LA Clippers, we could go out there and shoot more than four for forty-two. Oh yeah. <laughs> One hundred percent, we could. It's really oh, just happen. just jacking them up, just jacking them up. So yeah, we're gonna make at least four. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this was this was this was the quote. This was the quote that got it. That kind of got me. Like, is that where we're at right now? You're running out of things to say there, Eme. Or uh, all right, so check this out. Right, it's hard to say that we can do better because we got open looks. The number of open <laughs> looks we got was phenomenal overall. Oh lord, that's what that, that was, is some that bullshit. Was, that's weak. That's weak. That's, that's weak. Okay. And you know what? I, I didn't. I didn't hear this quote. So it's one hundred percent. I'm one hundred percent in the camp of you want to make this season a little better. Get rid of email Doka, man. I. I, I mean, Udoku, Udoku, Udoku. I mean, I mean, look. <laughs> in all in all seriousness, right? Because I I, I get it. You know, you know, Check silver lining, silver lining. You know, uh, uh, like oh yeah, yeah, we lost by this much, but we did. Do something's good, right? That's exactly that's probably the, the message like that that he's given me at least. I mean, when you when you lose three straight games where you you had double digit leads in, in all three of them, especially against the Bucks and, and and in Minnesota, at the end of the at the end of the fourth quarter, essentially, it's like how many ways can you come up with how to how to blow a game? Like you know, yeah, but how much how much do you put that on Tatum? I don't put anything up. I, honestly, you don't put anything on Tatum. You don't I don't think put, he, he could be I more. I don't put a lot of this on Tatum. I think Tatum actually is having a really good year, and I think he's having a really like different year for Tatum. Like I feel like he's. I like to his to his credit, he is leading the East in total yep. points scored, right? And he's been but, out the but, last and, few games. And we and we always don't. We always don't like. We always don't like. There's one thing Tatum can do. He can score the fucking basketball. Yeah, yeah. Which is, but, yeah. Said, but, but then this is the this is the first year that he is actually like the leading scorer in the Eastern Conference, which is like great. But at the same time, like he also has been doing the other things that we've been asking him to do. It's just the the team around him hasn't been like we asked him to incorporate more play, players into the game, like. It's been tough for him. Yeah, but he's been no, trying. I, I I agree to a certain extent because it's like he might do a little bit more of what is being asked of him in one game, and then another game he might revert to like you know bad habits. Like statistically, like average wise in terms of like you know you know field goal shooting and three point shooting, it's his worst year. Let me aspect. put it this way. Let me put it this way. Like you brought it up last week it. in terms of like the you know the uh, the the, the three point night says there's no one on this team right now that's a great three point shooter. Though. I'm talking about in crunch time. Like, listen, Tim. Listen, Tim. Where's he at? Listen, Tim. If it's a tight game, I'll, you I'll put be a hundred percent. I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. 
and and this is why I just don't I don't need I don't need this <laughs> <laughs> is the fact that the fact that Jason Tatum if the Celtics didn't have Jason Tatum they would be doing all they can to get a player like Jason Tatum on this team. So everybody who wants oh, yeah, to get critical of Tatum, I say get no, ripped. What? No, anybody that wants to be critical of Tatum, anybody that wants to like for his season this year, he is the least of the fucking problems. <laughs> like anybody that's coming out saying it's his attitude, anybody coming out saying it's it's he's not he's not a winner. Like he is the least of this team's problems. So the fact that his name gets brought in to any type of like issues with the team is is like saying in 2004 after they traded Antoine Paul Pierce was the problem on that team or the next year Paul Pierce was the problem until Paul Pierce until Jason Tatum wraps his jaw up after getting ejected out of a second round playoff game and fakes an injury then I don't want to hear anyone say he's the problem because he is not the problem the problem with this team is the roster makeup. The problem with this team is the inexperienced coaching. The problem with this team is the fact that they have legitimately no consistent shooters on this team outside of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. That's I mean, it. Bottom line is they just can't put it. They can't put it together for forty-eight minutes. Like when they are when they're on, it's like okay, let's see how they fuck this up, and they usually fuck it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? But. What I'm, what I want to, what I want to get at, or what I want to like try to understand, is when Jalen was out, it was like you see the Celtics need Jalen, right? These last few games without without Tatum, now it's like you see the Celtics need Tatum. So it's like which is it? Is it they can't play together, or one is one is more important than the other? And it's like look, the bottom line is this team so hasn't what, been healthy all season, whether it's COVID or otherwise. Right now they're sixteen and nineteen. That's their record. No, with 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 Brown and Tatum playing together, well, Pro- probably, probably below five hundred. If I had to guess, you think so? Probably, or probably, probably a little bit over over five hundred. Yeah. The thing is, Joel, see the the what you just said is totally different than the long term sustainability of Brown and Tatum as a duo. Because if you think about it, you're yeah. not going to just let Brown leave for nothing right no of like, course not you know what i mean so like obviously but you're not them, gonna trade them just to trade them either or or, or vice right, versa right them together is better than only having one of them exactly. of course like yeah. i mean like yeah you can replace a Jalen brown with a guy like and I'm, I'm i'm literally just throwing it out for just conversation damian lillard and you could package a guy like you can get that next to tatum then like okay does that work better than Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, but like it's that type of caliber that you'd have to bring back in to trade these people. Yeah, yeah. and it and it's just you know yeah. the one thing that the one thing that I noticed, and this is like for me, and, and I'll ask you guys this honestly. Let's reverse the last two games where we're playing fucking D League teams, <laughs> well, excuse me, G League teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and Jason Tatum's playing instead of Jalen Brown. They're not losing two in a row to these two teams. Yeah, you can't say that though. Brown Brown played like Brown plays. He didn't play better, and he, he didn't step up his game at all. He played like a regular, like a good Jalen Brown game. Yeah, well, I mean, and on top of that, he had zero assists against the Clippers. Oh, well. come on, zero assists. <laughs> and that- to be honest, to be fair, he had zero assists. 
Like, and, and I think that's bad. That's bad. You got to try to have zero assists. And I, mean, be- I mean, and listen, and no, listen. no, it's very easy to it's very easy to have zero assists with <laughs> four of fucking forty two. Oh, no, that's true. That's true. And that's true. Yeah, that's true. True. Yeah, that's a good point. But his uh, his post game presses the last two games has just been like, like kind of like Sean's attitude. Like no, we're going. Like it's just, it's just, it's going to figure itself out. Like yeah. you know, so, like so. The, the hope, <laughs> the hope for this team, the hope for this team, to be honest, is to package a Langford and Pritchard and get maybe a veteran or something at the trade deadline, and patch some of those, some of those Grant Williams is whatever, and push them for the trade. <laughs> Williams is whatever. Put, push I mean, for the, and, is... and a pack and get like a get like a veteran, and then see what happens, and then hopefully you just catch lightning in a bottle, Tatum. Brown, Marcus Smart, See, this Rob- is this is where what? Celtics fans are at, Tim. Like, Rob understand this. Like, it's an over, it's an yes. overreaction to every game, even a win. It's overreaction to uh, every game when it comes to the Celtics. But this but, year, uh, Celtics in particular. I'm trying to stay consistent because I just want to. I you just know, last want- season it was the coach. The coach is gone, and I was a bunch of you know, uh, even apologists. Like, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking at you, dude. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just saying in general because I know. Set the I'm saying the record straight. I'm not looking at you because of that. I'm just, I'm just looking because I'm. I can no, see. No, set the record straight about my feelings about Brad Stevens. No, like all three, of, all three of us, Sway included, me, Sway and Sean, we've never said fire Brad Stevens. Never. It's a never did. We've never, we've never. That's never been. We've never. Uh, 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 there was never any reason. Just, just, at, just for shits and giggles. We just, like, well, let's talk about that. No, that's just, it just, it is what it is. So. I said fire his googly-eyed assistant coach, Steve. Uh, well, what was I mean, he got Who was the, it? He got the boot. He got the boot. <laughs> um, I forgot his name. Yeah, every everyone essentially everyone got fired except for the guy who uh, who coached the the, uh, the summer league team. Yeah, but for real, for real, I never thought that Brad Stevens was a problem. That was non basketball fans and and people who didn't understand the game thought that Brad Stevens was a problem. Well, I mean. Well, maybe Brad too, to a certain extent. Now, now that we're you know we're kind of touching the topic a little bit here, and decided why he decided maybe if I go upstairs and I I'm, I'm the one that's bringing in the players or you know making wheeling and dealing here that we can we can we can fix this squad without having to you know tear it down or or blow it up as a lot of Celtics yeah. fans out there are always always you know saying and whatnot. I think that to be honest, a lot of overreacting happening right now. Am I happy with the way the Celtics are playing? Nope. Uh, should they be playing better? Yes. Should they blow the whole thing up? I think like that's not going to do anything for them. I just think that I think that making panic moves right now will hurt you in the long term. Because and, and unless you can get a, unless you can unless get, it's the right move, yeah, unless it's the right move, yeah, unless you can get Bradley Beal for Al Horford a couple first round picks. No, hey guys, guys, I, I'm saying it's sarcastic. Is that a joke? No, 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 no yeah. He, I'm he, saying he it sarcastically, sarcastic. like yeah. say that like you can get Bradley Beal without giving up Jalen Brown. Then like, okay, yeah, do it. Of course, let's go. You know, I can do it. But like, that's just not realistic. Like, and I don't know. if I think that next year, when when you look at the free agent class, you look at the fact that they can, you know, talk to Al Horford and be like, Al, like, you know, we're gonna trade you to a shit team, or you can, you can he's like again, <laughs> you, or you could just take that player option and just we'll get you to a nice workable veteran contract. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, uh, 
and then let us sign a new new free agent. Yeah, when, when you got when you got someone like Al Horford, right? That yeah, you know, are you in love with Al Horford or something? Second, like, what's so special about all? Why you got to keep him? Oh, this is contract. His contract's on the books. He has a he has a player option next year to opt into his deal, which is like thirty something mil. Thirty something mil a year. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Philly. Damn, that's how much they paying him. Nah, that's false. <laughs> <laughs> next year, it drops from potentially being near thirty mil to like half of that to like fourteen oh. mil if. Uh, if the Celtics right don't now, make though. the finals, and we're not, you know, if the Celtics make the finals, then he gets paid the full thirty. But let's be honest, the Celtics not making the finals not this year, most likely not next year. Okay, so let's let's you know what, and I apologize, I'm talking about <laughs> off season shit, but yes, yes. right now, right now, I'll bring it back. You heard what I think. What can what should the Celtics do right now? So it's now in the end of the season to salvage the season. I mean the poor I mean the poor guy, right? Al Horford, two stints in in uh, in the in, in, in protocols, right? And he comes out and he's like, you know, he's looking for his teammates to take accountability, you know, telling telling his teammates to look in the mirror. Then you got Jalen Brown saying, What? Look in the mirror? Nah. Like we ain't we don't we don't need to do that. So then like is it like the locker room? Is it is it like is everyone trying to just do their own individual individual thing? I mean, look at Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder, let's be honest, he's playing for a contract, even though he, he's been out for a few games. Do the Celtics honestly think they'll be able to bring him back after this season? So, No, no, they're not bringing him back. So, I mean, like, let's, let's, let's kind of start there, you know, in terms of, like, the lack of All right, leadership then, or, the, let, you know, let me and it starts from the top, I think, from E-May down. Let me, throw, let me throw something like this out. Like, do you... Do you sell a guy like um, like Schroeder? Do you sell him at the trade? Trade deadline's a little bit away, so I don't know if we need to get into this talk. But like right now, as it stands, would you give up a guy like Schroeder just to get pieces, like to get assets? Like what? Like not helping you this year, assets like draft picks, like that type of shit. Uh, yeah, probably. If you want, if you want to. Yeah, man. So then, if you want to keep Tatum and Brown together in the long run, you kind of have to. I mean, without Schroeder, they can still make the playoffs and stuff. No, man. But, I mean, if you think about it, Schroeder's Schroeder's the the third third piece. You know, man, he's the third he's, best player in the team. He's the third leading scorer. We'll, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. that. That type of move, that type of move, like you have to. But I, I still think they can get just as far with him as they could as they could without him. And if you get assets for the future, why not take that? So you think you think whether he's here or not, the Celtics are still going to end up the same? I think they could. I don't think. I mean, could he go on a streak in the playoffs? Maybe, but like they're not. They're still. They're not. I think they could win a first round uh, matchup without him, and then lose in the second round, whether they have him or they don't have him. Tim, how are you going to? So let's hypothetically. So. I disagree, because let's hypothetically say, what do you think? How far do you think they could go with Schroeder? Hold on, yeah, I don't know. But first off, I think just the optics of doing something like that to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown is not a good fucking look. Where you're giving up on a whole season of having them both on the team, like you can you can justify not doing anything. And, and saying we believe in this team, 
but you can't, you can't justify selling when you got those two guys on the team. And then secondly, like, to be honest, like, if they're going to win a first-round playoff series, huge. Like, getting assets gives you more chance at hitting the lottery later. Yeah, but later, later. If you just get on this offseason on hopefully getting that other star that you need to add to them, if you don't get that, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, man. I mean, I just think think that uh, having those two guys on the floor at the same time and then selling in a season, they've, they've literally never done that. And I think doing that is, is a hard, a hard, uh, a hard thing to do when you have those two, two guys on the, on the team and yeah, forget the rest of the roster is, you know, not in the best shape, but I mean, if you move them for, if you move them for like a piece that can help you now, and it's sort of a swap, then I think it by all means go for it, but there's no way you can just sell. I don't think you can sell. And secondly, to win a first round series, you're gonna have to beat Philly. You're gonna have to beat. Uh, I think they could beat Philly. You're gonna have to beat Miami. You're gonna have to beat. Uh, you know, on where they where they end up, it could be the Nets. It could be. I mean, yeah, obviously, okay. The Bulls, like, but but I'm just saying, like, you need Schroeder. You, you, if you're good, you're not gonna go as far. With Schroeder as without Schroeder, you know what I'm saying? All right, so then, well, yeah, no, you could use the same thing there because, like, if they run into one of those teams with Schroeder, they're gonna lose too. They run into the Nets with or without Schroeder, they're gonna lose. So the Nets are one thing, but let's they, say you run into the Bulls in a in a in a, in a seven game series. I think you want Schroeder rather than Payton Pritchard yeah. in that spot. You know, well, assuming you get some like some other, just not just assets in the deal. Well, no, because I don't know how much you're gonna get. Like, there's there's talk there's talk about Mark uh, the Lakers being interested in Marcus Smart, right? Who the hell are you gonna get from the Lakers? Yeah, for, yeah, for Marcus Smart to help you this year. No, but like, no, but we'll we'll just we'll just leave it as for you, Sean. We'll just leave it as you know, just just let it be, right? That's what that's yeah. that's that's the that's the mode right now. That's the vibe right now. Let it be. Let it be. When you're watching this year's Celtics, let, let it, it be. be. I got you. I got you. So, so Tim, you, like you, you from from the outside looking in, you think you mentioned earlier in the episode, you think that the Celtics can potentially, is you know, depending how health wise and and COVID wise, you know, between now and the end of the season, that they could potentially go into the second round as as their as their ceiling, or they they potentially could make it to the conference finals. Okay. Like we were just saying, I mean, a lot of has a lot of it has to do with matchups. But uh, could they possibly win a second round match? Maybe, but I don't think that. Yeah, they, I mean, I think second round is likely like the the furthest that they'll go. All right, all right, cool. All right, I like that. All right, let's switch, let's switch gears up a little bit here. Um, before before we go, before we look ahead, we'll look to today's matchup. We got uh we got the Suns and the Celtics, right? This is uh, uh game two of the season series. Uh game one didn't go so well out in Phoenix. Uh, uh it was it was so it was so bad that uh Tim didn't even didn't even talk to us because Tim already knew like what's the point? Like it this they're not they're not gonna they're not gonna respond in any type of way <laughs> that 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 it's helpful here after after a loss like that out out in Phoenix. So 
two teams that are probably on the complete opposite, you know, ends of the playoff spectrum, right? Celtics right now, as we're recording this, they're in tenth, so they're just in, in the in the playing uh, uh, yes. zone right now, oh. and the Suns are tied for first out west. How do you see this playing out? I mean, you know, the Suns have been kind of hit with the uh, with the COVID protocol bug as well. Uh, Aiden's yeah. been in and out. Uh, Booker just came back, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, three games ago. Yep, yep. Okay. Okay. So, how do you see this playing out? Obviously, Celtics riding a three-game skid into this one. You know, trying to wrap up uh, 2021 on a high note. Well, how do you how do you see this look at playing out? This this specific game, I think it'll be close mid second quarter, and then Suns will probably pull away. And yeah, shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> Being real. <laughs> being real. Oh, is that until the second quarter? Until I got a second quarter, I think we're right. going. And right. I mean, not it's not going to be like a thirty-point game, but I think we'll have a good eight to fifteen-point lead the whole time after mid-second quarter, and then hey, most recent, the most recent uh, health and pro- health and safety protocol is McGee. So now we don't really have any big dudes. So rebound. Oh, Rob, well, about to go off, bro. Who's that? Robbie Will. Yeah, we don't got Aiden, McGee, even freaking Kaminsky. No, no, no. What about that rookie? Jalen Smith. He's yeah. sick. He's, he's, yeah, he's all right. I probably should have prefaced this by saying that uh, Ducha and Tim will be at the game. Yeah. So uh, that should be a, a an interesting uh, just topic in itself for them. <laughs> one Celtics <laughs> fan and one Suns fan. I think Tim's bad best friends. <laughs> Tim's bomb's gonna be at the game too, but <laughs> oh no! Uh, Tim's getting busted on TV. I'm gonna hold up a sign. Say, "Hi, Sandra." Say it right next to Tim. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> you gotta subscribe to our, our Patreon to get the uh, the backstory on that <laughs> uh, <laughs> on why on why uh, uh, Tim's mom uh, uh, might see Tim on TV and might not. But anyways, so Sean, come on, get, shed, shed some light here on this game. The game is uh, it starts at 1 p.m., so that is an advantage for the Celtics, even though they normally don't do well in day games. That's technically a 10 a.m. start for the Phoenix Suns. Think about it that way, right? Very rarely do you get a West Coast team coming to Boston playing a 1 p.m. game. Where did they just come from, Tim? Uh, Phoenix. No, who did who they play before? Oh. <laughs> Uh, Arizona. We played the Thunder. Oh, okay. So they are coming from Phoenix. All right. Okay. That is. Yeah. Time. That is a time difference that uh, we don't even want to think about. And you know, I I think that I've been looking at this game, and I I thought that from the beginning, the Celtics should have the advantage. Now, the fact that we're going to be relying on Al Horford and, and Robert Williams to really take over the team because that's the mismatch we have to take advantage of. Freaks me out a little bit. Uh, can Tatum play? Nah, man. He's out. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it day five? <laughs> nah, man. He's, 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 he's out, bro. He's out. Something's already said he's out. There's no it's way. It's day five, though. But still, something said he's out. But it's day five, bro. But the Celtics said he's out, though. They're not going to switch that up. Uh, it's not a guarantee. Day five is just the first day that it's possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Celtics nah. ruled them out. Like, no, nah, man. I mean, I mean, I think, uh, I think it'll be a tough game. I, I, hey, you know, the fact that um, 
Chris Paul is immune to COVID is a big advantage for <laughs> Phoenix. So, no, it's a huge advantage, bro. You get, what? Because he already had it. Yeah, no. Did he have it? Yeah. But you, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, Yo, we won both games without him in the playoffs. Is that what you're trying to get at? Nah, what I'm trying to get at is the Suns have no chance in Boston, kid. Well, I mean, I think the only way that the Celtics win this game if they're pounding a the ball inside, you know, lobbing it to Rob. I know Marcus uh, Smart is coming back. And yeah, that's a big thing. Marcus Smart needs to play because he needs to lock down Devin Booker at least and be like, hey, last time I played against you in Boston, you put up 70 points. So the last time. <laughs> now he wasn't there for the last time that game. Who was? Smart. Smart against the Suns? Yeah, in Boston. <laughs> Oh, last time in Boston. Oh, I think he's talking about like four years ago. That was a while ago, dude. Yeah, man. I'm pretty sure he wasn't there. I know he wasn't there. And then, no, he wasn't there. Yeah, but they've had like three or four. No, Bradley wasn't there because they were talking about it on TV. This uh, Bruchard was just like that. Bradley got smoked. No, Bradley wasn't. He didn't play that game. But Bruchard was saying that like that this dude dropped 70 on Bradley and Bradley did not play that game. Right, right. It was Memphis, um, Jay Crowder and him had the trash talk after Booker and Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder yeah. was. But I'm saying they came back. Yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe they have played in Boston. They definitely have. But I know he missed. He missed one of the the Suns games that they came back because they were like, "Oh man, Booker is about to go off again." But he didn't. So well, I mean, I know, I know. There's one thing that's not going to happen from a repeat of the first game. Neither team is going to be shooting in the in, in the thirties, right? Because this this is what happened last game. Celtics shot thirty seven percent, and the and the Suns shot thirty six percent. So I don't think that's going to happen for either squad. I think it's going to be a a a closer game than than what we saw uh, back in Phoenix. And I think if the Celtics limit turnovers and they and they score in the paint more and you know move the rock, obviously, because that's let's face it, that's their. That's their bread and butter. When they're when they have like 25, 26, 27 assists and they're not, they're not missing they're not missing, you know, 40, 40 some like threes. <laughs> How many times have they had twenty five assists in one game this year? I think maybe like six. No, nah, it's been more than that. <laughs> no. It's been more than that. No. Back to look up. It's been more than that. I'll 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 look that up before the show ends, but it's been more than that. But anyways. This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the College Bowl season and the pro football playoff. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code CLNS50 to receive that bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is your fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. That's BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, so since we're since we're... Uh, we talk about the last game of the, of 2021. What's on tap for uh, you know 2022? There, Sean. Let's let's look ahead in the next the next couple of games here. Oh, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. 
So, uh, looking ahead, Celtics play the Suns today. <laughs> Other than the Suns. Oh, uh, okay. 2022. Uh, flip, flip the calendar, bro. Flip the calendar. Uh, Benty, Benty Dose, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, get got the, uh, so the selfish put his sons on New Year's Eve. One, <laughs> we've been over that. Once, once again, yeah. Thanks for reminding us. And then, then, an, uh, then the Magic come to Boston, uh, on Sunday, which is January 2nd. That's the a first game. 2022. That's a funky little team, huh? It's a funky little team. Funky, funky little team. Yeah. Celtics continue the homestand. Spurs come to Boston. Spurs suck. Celtics lost to the Spurs <laughs> this year already. But Spurs suck. So tell, say what you want about the Celtics. Because they lost to the Spurs and the Spurs suck this year. Come on, uh, man. I thought, I, thought we were, I thought we were letting it be, bro. I thought we were letting it be. I am letting it be. <laughs> And letting it be means they lost to the Spurs. They lost to the Spurs in San Antonio, and there was no reason for that loss. That was one of the losses that made me so mad this year. (laughs) (laughs) That Spurs game where the Spurs won, like, they were in, like, 11th place, 12th place in the West. We were like, we got a chance. Yo, we got a chance to beat the Spurs in, in, in San Antonio. We never do. And they got smoked. Did they get smoked? They lost. So, so yeah. I, so I take it it's not going to be a sweep uh, of the week there, uh, Sean? Well, I think we also have to include one more game. The Celtics then travel to New York City, Madison Square Garden. Hey, play a little Knicks. Madison huh? Square where? Uh, Garden. Okay. Uh, I said Garvin, but yeah. I meant Garden. <laughs> I, 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 said, I said Garvin because I was trying to think of a COVID joke about New York City. Uh, and it came out as Madison Square Garvin. Mm. So, nicely done. <laughs> you know, it doesn't it doesn't hit as hard as I was hoping, but especially when you got to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is what is Southern's record going into the new year? What's it going to be? All right, so you got the you got the defending finalists in the West Suns. You got the bottom feeder magic. The you reigning, got Greg the, Popovich. The, yeah, the reigning Western got, Conference champ. Yes. You got the Achilles heel in the Spurs, and you got the Knicks that uh, I had at home, which. You know, Kemba, Kemba's, been, Kemba's been going off lately. I don't know. Kemba had MSG revenge game against the Celtics. So, you know, when you count them all up, I mean, I guess I got to go with. 4 0, baby! 4 0. Yeah. Every, the more things that change, the more they stay the same. Ever as they say, right? the loss, ever? Is he I mean, ever a, 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 according to according to Sean, the, the Celtics should should be like you know like three hundred and like one right now in the last like couple of seasons. <laughs> it, I did get a one game loss at one point at some time. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was when the, when Boogie Cousins was on the Warriors because he that was the only. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. By the way, did you see that Boogie Cousins video? <laughs> Yeah, you did, because you guys said that when the Boogie Cousins fan, that would have been me. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, oh, 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 when the uh, when the, the, the security, he's like, yo, just take your job too serious. Yeah, yeah that would have been me. Shut the fuck out. Excuse me. Mr. Cousins. Mr. Cousins. Mr. Cousins. 
that definitely would have been shot. Can I? Could I? Can I get? A, can I get a picture? Can I get a, he like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it would have been. It, it would have been me if the guy said Mr. Boogie because I would have said Mr. Boogie. <laughs> You would have made you would have made like a, a customized Celtics jersey with Cousins' name on the back. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I would have already. I already have that in my closet, ready. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it can't be number fifteen though, because that's Tommy Heinsohn, bro. They got fucked. It's retired, bro. It's retired. Yeah, <laughs> Boogie's oh, been around. Boogie's like you know the whole reason when he retires, he's gonna be like, I could have been a Celtic many times, but I wanted number fifteen. They couldn't. They couldn't make an exception for me. No, no, they couldn't. I'd be like, damn it. All right. So Sean says, uh, four and oh, you know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to split it two and two. Oh, that's so fucking controversial. (laughs) (laughs) But they're going to beat the Suns. They're going to beat the Knicks, but they're going to lose. They're going to lose to the Magic and they're going to lose to the Spurs. Oh, that would, that might even be worse. (laughs) Hey, hey. I'm keeping it real. It is what it is. It is what it is. This is this is this is this 2021-22 Celtics for you. All right. Oh man. It's like it's like when it's like when Tunis uh, hit us up on Christmas Day. Oh, what happened to the Celtics? I was like, you know, it's it's the 500 Celtics. Uh, you know, they lose one, win one, lose one, win one. In this case, though, they've lost three in a row. But let's uh, let's put a bow on it here. Let's wrap up this episode of College Street Podcast the way we wrap up every episode with. In case you missed it. Hey. In case you missed it. 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 When it comes to the uh, the NBA health and safety uh, protocols news, as we're recording this podcast, it's been reported that 250 players Ooh, have what? entered COVID protocols this season with 237 coming in the month of oh. December alone. That's ridiculous. That's right. ridiculous. To make matters worse, there are currently nine NBA coaches and yeah, including protocols. Monty. Including Monty. So, um, Doc was the latest to enter the protocol. Yeah, that's another reason why the Suns is going to win against the Suns. They got no Monty. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the Suns should put email token protocol. Oh, damn. Yeah, you went there, bro. <laughs> Whatever to let it be, bro. Yeah, just letting it be is turning into, like, you know. Just test it out. Just, 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 test it just out. yeah, you know. <laughs> he, he already was on that list before the fucking season even started. Yeah, that's messed up. Uh, that's messed wasn't... up. Well, okay. I mean, so other than players and uh, and coaches that are in uh, in protocol, guess what, guys? One third of the NBA referees are currently in COVID oh, protocol. Shit. Right? <laughs> A that, third. That means... A third. A third. That means twenty five oh, wow. out of the seventy active NBA referees are in protocol right now. Yeah, thanks, LeBron James. So, <laughs> thanks, Rudy Gobert. But according to Woj, G League referees are going to start filling out, you know, nightly rosters of games now. You know, oh, that can't go wrong. That can't go wrong at all. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, since the G League this season is on pause until January fifth, right? So, what do they got to do, right? Oh, what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right before right before Christmas, they put that they put that on pause. They're gonna be mad, intimidated by the NBA players. I mean, I mean, they they're still they're still adults, right? They're not, it's not like it's not like teenage <laughs> referees are coming to here like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, oh, you're right, you're right. It wasn't a tech, it wasn't a tech. 
don't know if they're know if they were, if they were G League or not. I don't know. That's weird. Don't you remember the replacement refs in the NFL? And how yeah, that was that was no, bad. That was, was bad. Oh, I forgot about that. That was terrible. That was that bad. Was like four weeks of mayhem, bro. <laughs> that was bad. Every game, it's just shitting on the refs, dude. And then every 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 highlight was like, "Well, this is how the ref fucked up this no. game." Yeah. You remember the Seahawks, the God, Seahawks dude. Packers catch in the end zone? Yeah, they tied the game. They called it like a. It was like clearly intercepted, and they called it a touchdown. They blow the whistle, and it's like shit. I didn't mean to do that. Uh... Yeah, one of them called touchdown. One of them called turnover. <laughs> Holding, like what? What are you talking about? Anybody did that? No, that touchdown. They call a freaking touchdown, and the dude, the defensive guy, is holding the ball. Like, would you? I fucking picked this shit, man. Uh, First, Wadley picks it. That touchdown turnover. Wadley picks it, and they call a touchdown for the win. There was one guy. I think that was the last game they refed, and then they were like, "All right." There was one guy that called turnover. They were like, "This ain't working. This ain't working." Yeah. And they both looked at each other and then they switched their calls. So the other guy yeah. cut down, the other guy called turnover because they were trying to match, but they both fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking commentators are like, what the fuck is going on right now? It's like, guy, I was like, just pay these motherfucking refs so we can actually have a decent game here. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Jesus. Every call was yeah. just terrible. Now, but side note here uh, on the NBA refs, uh, uh, according to Woj, 100% of the refs are vaccinated. So uh, maybe they won't be out as long as those who aren't vaccinated. But uh, more games continue to be postponed, such as Thursday's Warriors-Nuggets game due to uh, Denver not having their the eight necessary players to compete. Who? Denver. They don't? Wow. They didn't have, so they had to. That to postpone the game. Yeah, my question would be, why the fuck are we signing Joe Johnson and they can't fucking find, sign a big three player real quick? Yo, no? yo, by the way, why the fuck are they bringing in the Celtics, right? Bringing in Joe Johnson, like all these, you know, veteran guys, and they're not playing. Like, what was the point of that? Well, because they don't want to forfeit. But yeah, no, but they still, they, still had a, they still had enough, though. You still have, you have to have at least eight players. The Celtics had more than eight players before they signed. Joe Johnson and et cetera, et cetera. Justin Jackson, who then got signed and then immediately got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're really cool, Justin. You remember him at UNC? I well, do. And on the Kings, yeah. Well, anyways, I mean, uh, this game being canceled uh, led to uh, a tweet from good old Draymond Green. And I'm going to read the tweet here. How do you continue to cancel games when you have implemented rules to prevent this from happening? Is that not a competitive advantage for other teams? The guys we didn't have due to the protocol list played no role in Tuesday's loss. Pick a side, but don't straddle the fence. I 100% agree with him. That's what yeah. I, yeah. I was I was joking about getting around that. Like, there are plenty of people who can play basketball, sign them for a 10-day contract, and just bring them on a fucking team. They have hardship contracts. They have all these contracts. You can feel they play as if you fucking really try, but if you really don't feel like that's going to give you the best chance to win because maybe maybe you're missing two stars, then maybe you don't try as hard. But, that, but that's just it, though. You you brought up the fact that you know the Celtics signed who they signed, so they won't quote forfeit, but they don't forfeit. You just get the game just gets postponed. It's it canceled. They see that the team without a players should forfeit the game. That's what it should happen. It should be, yeah. or 
oh, I don't know, uh, pause the season for like a week or so and see, you know, what no. happens with these guys coming back in? Pausing does nothing. Yeah. Opinion, it does nothing. Because the people, the kid, the, the players aren't going to stay at home for a whole week. They're not quarantining for a week. Like, they're not going to do that. And even if you do that, well, most then, of these guys are quarantined. Yeah, but even if they do that, when they come back, it'll just. It'll but, like most take, of, but most of these guys are quarantined. Yeah, but most of these guys are, are in quarantine for the full 10 days. So. No, I'm talking about the, if you pause the season. But I'm saying, but those that are, have, you know, been in protocol have, have gone the full length of the protocol and then some. I mean, Joel and B was out for like two and a half weeks, for example, right? Hmm. You're missing five, six, seven games at that point. Mm-hmm. No, no. Just food for thought. <laughs> food for thought. We'll let it go to waste. Take that for data. I don't you know. think there is going to be another shutdown? The NHL shut down right now. Right? Well, I mean, at this rate, you know, if, if next month, if next month we're talking about like, you know, over 300 or so, you know, our players that enter in, into into protocol, or you got, or you keep postponing games. It's like, what, you know, what are we doing here? But I don't know. Meanwhile, plenty of teams are filling out their rosters with, uh, you know, 10 day contract signings via the NBA's uh, hardship exception. Um, again, as we're recording this podcast, we're talking about like, you know, about 109 NBA hardship deals have, uh, have been signed just this month. So players like old friend Isaiah Thomas, who, uh, who, you know, he signed with the Lakers, you know, uh, about a week, a week and a half ago. Then, then signed with the Mavs a couple of days ago, only to, only to play one game and go into NBA health protocols. Yeah, because of LeBron James. Run, <laughs> dude. He's so selfish. Joel. Yeah. So, Joel, no, you know why I want to sign Isaiah Thomas, right? No, why? He feels at home here. Karma? It's, yeah. it's the curse of Isaiah Thomas. You believe in that? I believe it in hardcore. Mm. I am one of the believers of the believers. You know, you know, this week, this week, five years ago, this week, I was at the garden when he dropped 52 on the Miami Heat. Beautiful. What's the curse of Isaiah? Explain, Sean. What do you think the curse of Isaiah Thomas is? To, uh, I think I, Tim? The curse of Isaiah Thomas is the fact that they, they, Isaiah Thomas gave his heart and soul and blood and guts and bled green. He was the first guy to actually, the first superstar to bleed green since Paul Pierce was on the Celtics. And they rode him into the ground, yeah. traded him for Kyrie. Yeah. And guess what happened? Your big signing free agent, Gordon Hayward, blow, dead first day. First Kyrie day. <laughs> turns on everything. Then you got a young That's crew in the finals. Guess yeah. what team beat the Celtics? The the fucking Cavaliers. Guess who was on that bench? Isaiah Thomas. There's and then ever since then, everything has fallen apart for the Celtics. You can point pinpoint that 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 one trade, which is crazy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. When the Celtics lost to the Cavs, Isaiah had already been traded to the Lakers, so he wasn't on the bench. All right. Well, you know that's what I'm saying is that's who they traded Isaiah Thomas too. Yeah. So that's that's the curse in a nutshell. There. You don't think Tatum bleeds green? No. Listen. (laughs) Ever since then, everything that the Celtics have done has gone wrong. No. Outside of signing. Not the not the first to third trade. 
No, outside of legitimately. No, that happened when Isaiah Thomas was on the team. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay. The last good thing you're the right. did. The last good thing the Celtics did was trade the number one overall pick back for the three pick and draft Jason Tatum. Yeah. A yeah. couple of days later, Isaiah Thomas was traded. Ever since then, every move the Celtics had made has not worked out. Every move. For the record, for the record. Well, the Jalen Brown pick, I guess. When that trade went down, that was I said, before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pay attention, Tim. For the record, I, when that trade happened, I was like, if this dude didn't want to play with LeBron James, and his contract was going to be up in two years. If he didn't want to play with LeBron James, what do y'all think he's going to do in two years from now when he realizes yeah. that this isn't the team that I thought I could, uh, you know, uh, continue to harvest my craft or whatever the fuck he was Joel. saying? Joel, Kyrie Irving is a fucking... No, we're not going down this road. We're not going down this road. Yeah, yeah, not, really. doing yeah. not doing it. Just, okay, not doing it. All I'm going to say, okay. say about that dude is fuck Kyrie the Nets. Fuck the Nets. Dude. Fuck the Nets for, I, not, for not holding their stance. On, on 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 not yes. bringing him back as a part time player. Fuck him. What? Fuck the fuck the, the 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 Nets because they're still in first in the East. What do you need to bring this motherfucker back for? Yeah. And and and, yeah. and but just Tim to to continue about the thing. Tell me one move the Celtics have made since they've traded Isaiah Thomas. There isn't. There isn't. Worked out for the Celtics. Tell me one move. There's not one. Because even the Kemba one right now is looking stupid. <laughs> Kemba just started balling now. Oh, signing Kemba, signing Kemba, I thought was going to break us out of the curse. But then I was talking about, Kemba. like, because you guys were talking about the Horford through Kemba. Whatever happened the to it. let it be. Won that trade. It's not looking like it right now. Oh, you're still letting it be. You're still letting it be, Joel. But you know what you're letting it be for? <laughs> Thomas back. And you make the Boston fans happy. And you know what would sell out the Garden? Oh, in March? oh, hold on, hold on. So is that what the Celtics need? Is to make the Celtics fan happy? First of all, <laughs> they have like a sellout, sellout streak of I don't know how many goddamn games. Yeah, right. So that's not the problem. <laughs> the problem is sign Isaiah Thomas. The that's problem the only- is they can't they can't put the right pieces around Jalen and Tatum, and uh, everyone is just Joel, Joel, just, just going nuts Joel. right now. Celtics fans are loyal. Celtics fans look at the team and we're positive about them because on paper we should be better. But at the same time, if you're if you're literally talking about six, seven, eight, ten games under five hundred going into April, if you don't have Isaiah Thomas on this team <laughs> selling tickets, then you're you got a problem. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're Isaiah Thomas and you get offered a contract from the Celtics, you're signing? I wouldn't. I think I think I think he would. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's like that's like going to the club, the uh, the bouncer kicking you out, and then you trying to sneak back in the club afterwards. Like, nah, man, you get, yeah, kicked, out, you get kicked out. I'm if, not going back. If they if they yeah. sign him, it ain't no ten day contract, bro. He's getting the two. You think deal, you bro. think you think he doesn't like Boston like that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, no, he he. It's he no, it's all love. Right. It's all love for Boston. It's all love for the city. It's all yeah. love for the fans. I don't he know if it's all that. love. I don't know if it's all love for the franchise, though. Because he no, was really yeah, better than Kyrie. I mean, the fact that he still keeps talking about how he was hurt from, you know, from yeah. getting traded. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't feel like he would he would take, he would say, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're right, Dutri. Uh, if they kept him, it'd be a very different story. Yeah, but if they kept him, he was damaged goods at that point. Like, you know. Yes, he was. When they, his hip, they his hip was, he, he, he refused to get 
offseason surgery. He didn't come back until halfway through the, I, oh, the following I season. The, I forgot about the leg injury. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he didn't come back injury. until halfway through the, the 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 following season. He wasn't the same guy. The, the, Here's the start of the Cleveland curse. traded him a month later. You're forgetting, you're forgetting the whole thing. The start of the curse is the fact that you traded Isaiah Thomas meant that Jay Crowder was now on the Cavaliers, and Jay Crowder pushed Gordon Hayward into the thing and fucked his whole. Oh, did he really? I didn't know. <laughs> if Jay Crowder wasn't on the Cavaliers, <laughs> Gordon Hayward plays the whole season. That team with Isaiah Thomas coming back at the trade deadline of a healthy hip surgery uh, is probably the number one team in the East. Hindsight is twenty twenty after the fact, right? Everyone it knows. knows everyone knows at that Crowder time. Gave him a push, huh? Everybody knows at that point in time you Thanks make that, that right. you make that trade ten times out of ten. Ten times out of ten, Joel. Unfortunately, as much as I, there was I nobody I, more I excited than Mister Ducha here when when when, I, when Kyrie got I, traded here. I know. You're not I, all ten. I know, and I, I was heartbroken. Isaiah was coming off of. I was heartbroken because they traded my my guy Jay Crowder. But you know what jersey I'm rocking at the Garden tomorrow, bro? Isaiah. I'm rocking Jay Crowder at the Garden tomorrow, bro. Hey, hey, Crowder, you, protocols. you mean today? Yeah, I know. Him, Aiden, McGee. Oh, he's not even going to be there, bro? I'm not wearing that shit, bro. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wear a Crowder jersey, though. Oh man! Oh, see, all of a sudden, this game's looking closer and closer now, huh? Huh? Isn't it? Uh, it is. All right. Hey. All right. Let me continue here. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna sign off with this. Sign it. That's all my thing. I want to mm, do. Sign it. All right. And in, in case you missed it, speaking of the Cavs, uh, veteran point guard Ricky Rubio has torn his left ACL and is done for the season. The Spaniard was enjoying a, a good season. Former son. Yeah. Right. He's enjoying a good season with the surprising Cavaliers. <laughs> Why did you say that? It's true. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, he was enjoying it. Was enjoying a, a good season so far with the Cavaliers before, uh, unfortunately, tearing the same ACL that he did back in 2012. Hey, that's too bad. There. But no worries, hey. guys. But no worries, no worries for for Cavaliers fans who listen to the podcast. According to Woj, Cleveland is in the serious talks with the Lakers to acquire Rajon Rondo, which. Most likely will happen either today or some point this weekend. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So look for that. And what would be the trade there? It doesn't that no 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 details. Just the, the deals are their deals are, are, are in place. They the They're sending Deladova back. <laughs> Deladova. You know, he just got dunked on in Europe. Uh, and then there was a big brawl. You the saw dude, that? The dude flexed on him, yeah. You saw that? Yeah, he I dunked him hard though. <laughs> that shit was mad rude. <laughs> Last but not least, congrats to Steph Curry, who hit his uh, 3,000th three-pointer this week, becoming the first in NBA history to do so. It was only uh, a few weeks ago that he broke Ray Allen's record for the most made threes in the regular season. So 3,000 and counting. This, this dude will probably hit 4,000 before it's all said and done. I heard that today. I don't think he's going to get another 1,000, bro. Bro. Another thousand, bro. And so, what is he like? Thirty-three? Nah, he's. You know, hold on. Yes, yeah. Joel, how 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 long will Steph Curry play on his on his knees? I think he's. Nah, man, break, he's oh, he's your guys. He's your guys' age. He was born in eighty-eight. How old is that? Right. Old he, enough. Thirty-three. How old is that? Not gonna be forty. He's not gonna play it. He's not gonna play to forty. Shooters don't play how until many, forty. How many, Ray how many Allen, he's playing until he's damn near forty. He could have kept playing if he wanted to, but he didn't want to. How, 
Yeah, but he had two totally different players because Steph doesn't. No, no, just... no, 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 no. We're talking about shooting wise. All right, we're talking about shooting wise. Oh well, shooters, the... shooters have longevity in this league. We know this. Yeah, but uh, Joel, this is the thing that Steph Curry won't do. Oh, okay, F- fine. Yeah, uh, I will say I'm wrong. I will say I'm wrong if he does it. Barring but, any, barring any serious injuries. Yeah, but he will not join a team just to be a three point shooter. No, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying join another squad. That's, I'm not that's saying that at all. That has to be a top ten player to play. He's not. He's not going to be a role player. I, I wouldn't honestly, Joel and Tim. I wouldn't be surprised if Steph calls it quits before LeBron calls it quits. Oh, wow! LeBron turned thirty seven today. Yeah, right. Well, I don't even know what to say to that. Well, I think LeBron just wants to be like Brady now, and I think Steph's just like. Yeah. But I, but he's I, not going to be. You can't. He can't be like Brady because he's not going to keep winning titles after he's. So so he's let's not, talk about. Uh, I mean, we're not talking about title. We just like, I'm just talking about like longevity and you know no, as, I, as a, as a shooter. Let's just talk about a 36 year old Steph Curry, which is only three years from now. I'm saying <laughs> a 36 year old Steph Curry is not going to be the same player. Do you think that? Do you think that? Like, and let's say let's say Clay comes back without a problem, and maybe the next two years they have legitimate. Legitimate runs at the title and to have deep playoff runs. I just don't know how much gas in the tank Steph Curry's going to have with. No, but he he broke, and this is you know you know how I, you know how I feel about about Ray Allen, right? He broke Ray's, Ray Allen's record in like I don't know exact the exact number, but in a lot less games than what what Ray did in nineteen seasons. Think about that. Ray played nineteen seasons. Yes. And Steph has how many seasons in the books now? Oh, he's been he's been in the league since two thousand and ten. So eleven years. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ, he fucking cut it in half. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, he'll definitely get the four thousand. <laughs> yeah, so it is. Like at the rate he's shooting it, at the at where yeah. he's shooting it for most of the time. I mean, I hope. I hope. <laughs> He missed an entire season in that too. Yes. <laughs> you, know, you know what happens? You know what I hope happens? I hope that Steph Curry hits his four thousand three pointer playing like as the as the as the KG veteran to Jason Tatum's first championship team. Nice. That would be nice. Dream. Dream. <laughs> Do you know what else is funky too? Is is the fact that uh, Clay Thompson is going to miss, what, two and a half full seasons of basketball? Yeah, and, around there, yeah. And in about, and, and, if, and if he can just, you know, get back to normal, I mean, he's also going to break Ray Allen's record before he retires. Mm, uh, he's that, younger definitely than, Reggie's. I don't know about Ray's. No, he's going to be Ray's. <laughs> he says he doesn't want to admit it. Yeah, no. How far guy, away is he? How far away? Where is he, Joel? He's about a thousand threes away, right? Nah, Clay. Clay's yeah. not even. I don't think Clay's even top ten right now. Paul Pierce is. <laughs> where is he at? Where is he at? Come on, where is he at? <laughs> <laughs> book, book me the next flight back to New York. <laughs> where is he at? Clay is at number 21. Oh, shoot. Hold on, no. 
How many behind? Right now he's at seventeen hundred and ninety-eight three pointers made. Right behind okay. right behind Kobe. And and what's number ten? Like two thousand. Number ten is Damian Lillard with twenty one. So two thousand one hundred and forty two. <laughs> so that's one season that he's in the top ten. Do you I think? Mean, I mean, assuming that he's healthy. How many shoot threes do they make a season? Like how many does Steph make a season? Yeah, I mean, think about it. If you got, if you got, can you make four hundred like more than once? Yeah, he's made he's made four hundred more than once. I think he's made four seasons. Yeah, yeah. See, look, okay. Now, now, now that I got the actual numbers, uh, Steph right now is at seven hundred and ninety four games played, and Ray is at thirteen hundred games. That damn near cuts it in half, bro. That's sixty percent of the time it took Ray Allen to get there. And mind you, Ray wasn't like as a deadly shooter and early in his I, career than he was. Just to say, just think if Ray wasn't a fucking ferocious driver. And yeah, dunker. exactly. Like if he if he was like a he shooter. Was a dunk contest. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was in the, the year that Kobe won. He was. Jesus. In, uh, no, like, if he was if he was a shooter, he was at the end of his career, the beginning of his career. Yeah, mm-hmm. a different story here. So yeah, quite the uh, quite the record there for for Steph. Congrats. All right, that's going to do it for uh, this edition of In Case. Oh, you didn't talk about that. You missed it. What? what? 10,000 point. Huh? You got a, what's that? 10,000 point for the book. Oh, 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 Tim, do you have something you want to share with the group? Yeah. Uh, uh, Tim Tim has a bonus uh, in case you missed it. What what, what what would you like to share there, Tim? Yeah, seventh youngest to get to 10,000 points. Who's this? Who, who's this? Devin Booker? Oh, yeah. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce was the sixth youngest. No, Pierce is way after. And and how old is uh Devin Book again? Uh like twenty-five. Okay, okay. Oh, no, by the time Jason Tatum's twenty-five. Oh, how old is he? Twenty-three? He's still twenty-three, yeah. He's not gonna get to ten thousand before Book. Well, Tatum's gonna beat that. So that's what the So the seventh youngest ever, like LeBron, K D, Carmelo, Tracy yeah. McGrady, yeah. and two other people. I forget the other two. Yeah. So I think I think uh, realistically, not bad. Kobe, Kobe was one of them. And yeah, maybe Good. Jordan. No, it couldn't have been Jordan because he won like three years in college. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan would definitely probably years in the league. He's got it, but yeah, no, definitely got it. <laughs> definitely has it. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> 35 is first right. like, his first like year. It was like, what the fuck am I doing here, bro? Maybe it was Jordan. I don't know. I can't remember the sixth. No, no. It could be Jordan. It could be Troll Boy. You know, I can't be Troll Boy. <laughs> All right. So now, now that will do it for this edition of In Case You Missed It. All right. Check us out on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hit up CausewayStreet.com for all your Celtics rumors, news, and opinions. Subscribe to our Patreon by heading to patreon.com slash causeway for exclusive content and we also got some uh, giveaways like jerseys and other items once again patreon.com slash causeway uh thanks to tim once again for filling in for sway Sway was gonna actually Sway was actually gonna sign a, a 10 day with the with the Celtics. i don't know if you guys knew that but i um, did know that he, I, he told me by you've been stretching he's been stretching yeah. And then, okay. and then you know, he entered you know the NBA's health and safety protocol. So you know, there there went the whole the whole ten days wasted in quarantine. Now, God damn it, the the COVID is still alive and well, folks. You know, so let's let's be careful out there. All right, you know, now, you know, I'll, I'll put it this way, Joel. Myself and Tim are going to the game today, and you know what? I'm trip. I'm double vaccinated and single boosted. You know, yeah. 
So yeah, me too, man. Me too. You know, I'm just remember I mean, to bring your vaccine card. I guess makes, you need you need your vaccine. That makes card. three of us. You know, I have mine already here to go. Well, well, Someone was going to take me to the game, but you know, shit happened. You know, things, my things big didn't thing. Work out. My big thing is my big thing is live your life because you know why. Every moment is precious, so live your life. Like, don't not go to deep, right? <laughs> don't, don't not go see your family at Christmas. Just figure that shit out. You know yeah. what I mean? Just do, live your life. Mm-hmm. And on and on that note, I hope everybody had have uh, a merry Christmas. I hope everyone has a safe, healthy, and happy New Year's. Happy All right. New Year! Twenty twenty two, two, two. Big things are coming, right? And as always, Black Lives Matter. Stop <laughs> Asian hate. Let's wish for peace in the Middle East. And until next time, peace out. Bye. What's going on, everyone? It's Joseph Pavone, Causeway Street. Just want to send everyone a happy holidays and happy New Year's, of course, to all of our subscribers on Patreon.com slash Causeway. And right now, it is not too late to sign up and get yourself a free Celtics jersey. Also, you can catch up on all 40 episodes of Season 1 of Causeway After Hours, all 12 episodes of Season 1 of 101 with Joe Sway, my own podcast where I interview current Celtics players like Grant Williams and Marcus Smart to legends like Vince Carter and the late, great Kobe Bryant. You do not want to miss out on this opportunity. And right now, you can get this offer at patreon.com slash causeway. And also, Season 2 of 101 with Joe Sway, my sit-down, uncensored sit-down conversation with Cedric Maxwell is up right now when you head over to patreon.com slash causeway. That's patreon.com slash causeway. Sign up today. You can also preview a free episode of our season finale of Causeway After Hours. All these opportunities, all of these gifts this holiday season waits at patreon.com slash causeway. That's patreon.com slash causeway. Once again, happy holidays, everyone. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you guys checking out Causeway Street, and we'll see you guys after Christmas break.